0: Hello and welcome to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I am your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. If it is your first time, welcome. I have got a really good episode today, just a solo episode with me. Like I said, I try I try to kind of space out my guests and then also be able to just kind of bring you guys what's on my mind, what I'm feeling, I've been talking a lot about different, you know, empowered consumer series, kind of giving you guys the informed consent on kind of all the things that nobody gets informed consent on. So that's kind of been my, my jam that I've been doing recently, but I kind of just have been wanting to share some things that are on my mind. So before I get into the episode, before we kind of get into it all, I want to shout you guys out. This is a review from BK Lynn cutie 78 love Dr. Haley. I discovered Dr. Haley on Instagram a few weeks ago and literally have gone back and listened to every single podcast episode. She's so informative and really has a passion for helping people understand the topics of each episode. I now look forward to her weekly episodes and can't wait to continue to learn more and do better to live a healthier lifestyle. So thank you for all the time that you put in. Thank you so much for that review. You guys are so great. I love looking and reading all these different reviews. I go on pretty much all the time to, to check, and I do read every single one. So it means, again, so much to me. Thank you guys so much. I'm so glad that you guys have been enjoying the show. It's so cool, again, to just see how the podcast has grown. The great guests that I, you know, I'm having on. I just interviewed Dr. Carrie Jones, who's like my hormone idol. I've I've really interviewed some great people, some people whose books I've read, which It's just really cool, like all of the different things that I continue to be able to bring to the podcast for you guys, which I absolutely love. So that's exciting. And thank you guys so much. You know, even though it takes, you know, maybe a few seconds to to do that, it really, it really means more than you guys will know. So thank you again. So today I want to kind of talk about some reasons that I see people struggling in a healing journey, or I see people stalling, whether it's with their weight or with progress that they're trying to make. There's definitely a few different different reasons. And so the clients that I work with online, I had sent an email kind of outlining so many of these things to them because there's a lot of people where, you know, maybe they'll book one call and then that's all they do. And I don't really hear from them and like their journey kind of just stops. So like why make that initial investment to book a consult, but to not follow through on something because that's, that's kind of like a waste of everybody's time, you know, like if we're not going to continue. So the people that I work with who get the best results, who we continue to build on their healing protocols and who get just overall, all around great results. I want to share with you guys things that they do and attributes that they have and just tips in general. Plus I want to share kind of some underlying things and some different infections and parasites and all these different kind of like underlying things that really can be holding people back on their journey. You know, insulin resistance is obviously a big thing that I talk about. So in terms of like tangible things that you can do, attributes of people who I see who succeed in their healing journeys, one are committed. They are sick of dealing with whatever they're dealing with, whether that's acne or missing periods or weight gain, you know, what whatever that ailment is, like they are sick of it and they have put their foot down and they are they are done feeling that way. So they are committed to doing whatever it takes. And so I always ask people that like how committed you are to change, right? Because for instance, I had someone who was a vegan and she was telling me what she was dealing with and she was walking me through kind of everything that she's currently doing and I said, you know, I don't know how how willing you are to to be adding things in but she was severely missing nutrients that were found in animal products especially organs and she added those things in and she started eating meat and her hormone issues really kind of go away went away because she kind of she didn't let what she thought that she needed to do get in her way of her healing journey she allowed herself to be open to be able to do new things. And now I'm never going to change anybody's mind ethically. I never want to change anybody's mind ethically if they're eating a certain way for ethical or moral reasons. That's one thing. And, you know, she wasn't. She was just doing that because she thought that that was what was right for her health and what was right for all these things. And when I educated her around that it's, it's actually not she really began to flourish and her acne went away and her hormones got so much better. And it's just so cool. And now, you know, we catch up every once in a while and she'll probably be listening to this and she'll probably reach out and say, Oh my God. Yeah. That, and she'll know exactly who she is. I'm not going to say who she is obviously, but shout out to you because I'm just so proud of her. And like the, the, the ability that she had to put her beliefs aside to be open and willing to try something totally new to go for it and to be able to heal where a lot of people aren't willing to do that. A lot of people are very stuck in their way of eating, whether it's vegan, vegetarian, or whether it's carnivore or whatever, you know, we have like these separate camps where we're not allowed to like merge and try different, different things and and really challenge our own beliefs. And that's sad. In my opinion, we should be able to, to be able to kind of go back and forth. Right. So I think that that's kind of like the first and foremost like we have to be willing and be committed to to do what it takes to see see that progress and see see that healing happen like we can't just we have to sometimes make sacrifices And a lot of people, unfortunately, just aren't willing to do that. I'm not saying you need to hate what you eat and I'm not saying you need to like hate your life, but you need to be able to be committed and, and, and be able to stick to something for, for a period of time. Because I see people try these diets and maybe they try them for a week or two and then they don't see change and then they stop. Like whether it's high fat, low carb or like trials of keto or like carb cycling, you know, whatever it is, they try these things for a period of time most of the time, short period, it's not working. So then they just stop and they go back to what they're doing. Whereas when I'm working with someone, they need to give it a good few weeks, like minimum four weeks. And so that's why I like to follow up with people at around four or five weeks so that then we can continue to kind of build on that plan and make changes as we need, because if I'm putting somebody on an elimination diet, that's not an elimination diet forever, but you need to be able to check back in with the person that you're working with so that you can tailor and adjust things because it's all about adjusting protocols so that you can see change as your body changes. So it's not necessarily that, you know, that's why, like, if you are reading a book or something, they walk you through how to do, do, you know, like if they have like a protocol or whatever in the book, they walk you through how to do it. And it's not just, you cut these things out and then period, that's the end of story. No, like this is then how you reintroduce things. And if someone's not sharing that information with you, then I don't recommend doing protocols and things like that, because that's not going to be beneficial for you in really any type of capacity. So obviously being committed and, and really being, being patient, uh, it's kind of the second point, you know, we didn't get to where we are, in a day. And so we're not going to heal in a day. A lot of people ask, Oh, am I, you know, how much better am I going to feel in a few days? You might feel so much better symptom management wise. Like there's been people who have felt like garbage for years and I do get them to feel better, you know, within a few days, weeks, and they start feeling better, but the healing is not done there. There's still a lot more work to do. Like if you have been kind of constantly or chronically kind of giving these like minor insults to your body for years, we can't just expect for like a few weeks of healthy eating to kind of make them go away. Or like, if you've been overweight your whole life, you can't just expect like to crash diet in four weeks and then it'd be gone. Like this is signing up for a new lifestyle change. Right? So since I've been on this hormone journey, I don't go back to my old ways. If anything, I've continued to evolve along the way. And if you followed me, if you've listened to the podcast I did with Nick, We've only continued to level up. So just because my hormones are in a great place now doesn't mean that I go back to eating artificial crap and like eating out a lot of packaged foods. And like, if anything, I've continued to level level up. I've continued to add in different protocols like castor oil packs and infrared saunas and enemas and continue to, you know, be really diligent about my diet and eat seasonally and add in organ meats. Like we've continued to kind of level up. And I didn't get here day one. Day one, it was maybe I was just... Like cleaning out, of, like cleaning up my diet and cl- getting a lot of the processed things out, and then I kind of worked in the metabolic flexibility realm, and then I really got into the clean ingredient realm, and then I was like, okay, I probably should really kind of support my detox, and you kind of get into that realm, and th- that's why this is a journey, and people can't just expect, you know, within a month or two to kind of start feeling better, and that's why again, I really advocate, and I have really set up a lot of different things with people that I work with, so that we can touch base on. You know, some people need a biweekly basis, some people need a monthly basis, you know, whatever they need is fine. And that's why I have options like that is because that's really what, what I've seen work the best because it's, it's a way that we can continue to shift this through your lifestyle. People who also heal are always kind of piggybacking off of that. People who also tend to heal and do the best are always learning. I am always listening to a podcast. I'm making dinner. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm walking with my dog. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm on my commute to the office. Guess what? I'm listening to a podcast. I'm always listening or a webinar or something. I'm always diving into research first thing in the morning. I always read like five to 10 pages in an educational book. In the sauna, I like to read a book. And I'm in the bathtub, I'm outside laying out, I'm reading. Like I'm always diving into something new. And especially being a practitioner because I'm not only doing this for myself, obviously I, I do this for everybody that I work with. I need to always be learning new things because when we're just not learning anything we're just staying the same. And I don't want that. I always want to be challenged with new ideas and, and br- bringing in new ways on how I can help people. And so even though if you might not be a practitioner, you might not be a coach, you might not be in charge of other people's health, but you are in charge of your own. And if you're a caretaker or parent, um, you take care of your parents, whatever the aspect, you're probably in charge of somebody else. So it's not a bad idea for you to be more informed. I don't think I, I, if anything can do I love when patients come in and they are really informed on things and they've really done their research and their due diligence. It really, it's awesome. It's awesome to see. And I know that I've went in other practitioners offices and they've been, were very frustrated with me that I knew all these things for some reason, I don't know why, because they felt like they needed to be the only one giving all the information. But it was nice because I was able to ask the challenging questions that otherwise not would have been asked at my mom's appointments and things like that. I'm able to do the same for my health. And so I just see that as only a win-win. We always need to be learning. You don't need to be a, a podcast junkie like I am, and you don't need to read you know three books a month. But- you know, finding time in your day to be able to, to constantly dive into something new. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're already doing, you're already doing pretty great. So good for you on that. Um, but I think, I think that that's really, really important to, to just always be, be learning something new. I mean, and as we've seen constant, things are always changing. If you would have seen the way that I ate three years ago, you never like, it would have it it's a totally different thing. I was eating every two to three hours. I was on like the bro diet, you know, that's cause that's go, quote unquote good for your metabolism. It's actually horrible for your gut and your digestion and your metabolism. So that's what I've learned now. And those are, those are things that I've implemented. You know, I'm, I don't always claim to be right. And I will always say when I'm wrong, but I will always be learning something new and trying things new, trying new things because that's just, that's just what I do. So I I always encourage the same for people that I work with. When I'm working with someone, I, you know, if I think of, oh, this would really benefit them, or they should check out this episode, or they should check out this book, I'm always including that for them, because the more information, the better, and the more it might make sense on why we're doing a certain protocol, or why we're doing certain things, because when you just are being told to do something, but you don't really understand why you're doing it, sometimes that can also make it hard, hard to be compliant to as well. So I think that's important. So those are kind of some really important, um, factors in terms of like, like not physical, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a kind of like a subset of why I see people either like do well on a journey or don't like the people who I just talked to once. And I don't really ever hear from, like, I don't think they're probably doing that great on a healing journey, but people who we, we have a plan in place and we're able to modify the plan and they're always learning and we're able to, to be open. And, and, you know, like, I think this is also really important too, is your practitioner, the relationship you have with your coach, your practitioner, your doctor, anybody who's kind of in this journey with you, it's a relationship, right? And it's a two-way relationship. It's not a one-way relationship. It's a two-way relationship. And so what that means is like they will tell you things you know that they might tell you things to do but if you aren't vocal with them on what your expectations are, what you're looking for, what your hesitations are with certain things, what questions you might have they can never make the proper changes and adjustments. And so I think a lot of people kind of just expect like a doctor-patient relationship especially to just be like a one road like the doctor just tells them what to do and then it's like kind of over whereas like I, disagree. And I think I, I need to kind of, I need to hear feedback from what's working, what's not working. How can we change it? Because if, if things aren't working and I don't know, how can I change it? And it's the same thing. You know, I work with a lot of people who are in the bodybuilding space and I know they work with coaches and that's very much so a two, two way relationship. Like there needs to be communication on both ends. There needs to be expectations on both ends. And I think that a lot of people kind of forget, forget that it is a relationship, right? Like, it's a relationship that we need to be open, honest and you need to, and we need to expectations and all of those things need to be met on both sides. I'm always, always educating on why I'm making certain recommendations you know, does that work for you? I am always asking that. Is this something that you can do? Because if I'm just spewing out information, but it's not something they can do, hey, no problem. I'm glad that you told me that. Let me try to figure out something different. Because like, if I had the expectation that they were going to do exactly what I said, but it wasn't doable for them, then I, and I don't know that, like, how am I supposed to make other recommendations? Right? So I think that, I think that people need to also really, you know, that's why I have the free discovery calls is I ask like, what are you looking for? Well, maybe this is how I can help. And then I give, okay, this is, these are the options on how I can help. Hey, maybe go through my online course, check out this podcast. Oh, this is what it looks like to work one-on-one with me. This is what a Dutch test looks like. You know, this is what this looks like. Um, you know, if for what you have going on, I'd want to meet, you know, this amount of time. So this package, you know, all of these different things that I'm putting the expectations out there. And if that's doable for them, great. Then they can make that informed choice. But if it's not, then that's also okay. Then they at least were able to take the time, see what, so you see what, how it could maybe be a good fit and, you know, potentially go from there. But I think that that's really important when you are looking for a practitioner, whether it's me or anybody, any type of practitioner, right? Like you, you want to make sure it's a good fit for you. You want, you want to make sure energetically it's a good fit because if it's somebody that you feel like you can't tell like your whole truth to, or that you feel like it wouldn't be an environment for healing, then that might not be like the place to go. Right. And that's okay. That's absolutely okay. Because at the end of the day, you need to do what's right for you and your health. Because the, if the only thing you need to do what you feel like you can stick with, right. Because like, if you, if you don't feel good, and what you're getting from a practitioner or a coach or whatever, you can't expect to to get those long-term results, which is really, like I said, it's a journey, right? There's really not like an end process, but it is really important. And so this is just like really heavy on my mind because I think about all of the people that I've worked with in the past year and a half and all the amazing successes. And then I also think of the people that, you know, have kind of dwelled off and maybe haven't done exactly what they should have been, but what they and and maybe you know learning from that and teaching kind of the the pitfalls of what I've seen with other people and making sure that going forward that I make sure those are addressed immediately so that people don't the don't they don't have to struggle on their journey. A journey everybody's journey is a little bit different especially depending on what's going on but I want to make people's journeys as seamless as possible. I want to make it I I want to make it a pleasurable health journey that we can get on so that we can get you healing. You know, would I love to get everybody better in one visit? Yeah. Oh my God, I would. Is that doable for most people? Probably not, especially depending if there's a lot of underlying stuff going on, which I kind of want to talk about now. So there's definitely some underlying things that as I've been in practice that I'm seeing can really be holding back people back from, from their optimal health. So one, one of the biggest things is is stress and stress comes in many different forms, right? We've talked about this a lot. Stress comes in the form of obviously mental and emotional stress. Stress comes in the fact of physical stress, whether that's over-exercising or under-exercising, whether that's environmental chemicals, whether that's mold, whether that's Uh, You know, toxic insults of personal care products or cleaning products or a toxic home environment, a toxic work environment, you know, uh, whatever you're exposed to kind of physically that can be creating a stress. So that is a really big one. And. That is something that definitely needs to be dove through. I'm a huge fan when people tell me that they do things, especially for like mental and emotional stress that they work with a therapist. I think that that's amazing. Or they do things that really, really support their mental and emotional health, especially after this past year. I have seen, I have read way more Dutch tests that have showed crazy cortisol. I mean, because this year was crazy with a pandemic and just everything. It was, it was insane, and that stress takes a toll on people's health. So that is a huge thing that I see holding people back because stress can therefore impact insulin and glucose, which is another reason I see insulin resistance in a lot of people. And I see a lot of coaches out there saying, you know – eat the carbs because the carbs aren't bad. And the the carbs, I'm not saying the carbs are the problem, but like, I don't think a lot of people truly realize how many people have insulin resistance and how many people out there are touting and promoting, eat what you want in moderation to all of these people who have insulin resistance. You don't have to be overweight to have insulin resistance. I was six pack abs, shredded veins, had insulin resistance, not metabolically flexible. So you can be totally healthy and have insulin resistance. I want that to be you, or you can be totally lean and have insulin resistance. I want that to be a very, very incredibly clear. I see insulin resistance is the root of a lot of people's weight issues. So especially my uh, perimenopause and menopausal women, I see that all the time because as we go into menopause, we just become naturally more insulin resistant. So I, I see that a lot in those that population that I work with. But I, I see that a lot and I see a lot of coaches and dietitians and things just saying, Oh, moderation. Well, moderation is not going to work with someone who has insulin resistance. Now, I'm not saying again, we need to like hate what we eat, but we can't just be like shoving these things into our day every single day that are creating these glucose roller coasters because that's not fixing the root. Um, we need, we need to fix the root and carbs are not fixing the root. Like we need to manage the carbs to the point where they're like keeping things nice and steady. And the carbs aren't really necessarily the root. I think they can potentially be a part of it, but they can also kind of hopefully be a part of the solution. Seed oils, again, are a huge part of that. Stress is a huge part of that, but we need to get the pancreas and the blood sugar and everything functioning optimally before we kind of add that stuff back in. So that's a huge root cause that I see. Like I had mentioned earlier, mold is really chronic. I was on the phone with someone today and she was saying she's got like chronic sinus things. And I had asked if she's been exposed to mold. And she said she was renovating somebody's house and she's working with a functional doctor and she's helping her with her hormones, but he never addressed the mold. And I said, we need to do that. We need to make sure we really get you on like a mold protocol and help get that out because if that's still in there, that's your, your immune system is going to be all off, which is going to be affecting your hormones. And I will probably eventually have separate podcasts all on mold and Lyme and parasites because these little chronic stealth infections really typically, they really shouldn't be a big deal. But when we, our immune system becomes overactive, they do become a big deal, especially for Lyme. Like chronic Lyme is huge. I, in my first year in practice, I've seen quite a few cases of chronic Lyme. And, you know, they, these three things kind of all go together. Right. And like parasites is another one, you know, I've just kind of finished up a parasite or I'm in the process of kind of like doing a parasite cleanse. And, you know, if you're living, breathing human, we probably have parasites, right. Um, You know, our, our stomach acid and immune system should be strong enough to kind of fight and kill them. But the problem is a lot of people have weak stomach acid, you know, we've got kind of rundown and overactive or underactive immune systems. And so you know, you don't just get a parasite when you just travel to Mexico or out of the country. You can get a parasite from, you know, eating sushi or eating steak or, uh, you're, they're found on, in a lot of plant foods like apples and strawberries and, you know, things like they're found in plant and animal foods. Like, so if you're a, vet, a vegan or vegetarian, you're not free from parasites. If anything, they're, they're found just as commonly in that. So, anyways, parasites are a huge thing. And, you know, like, it's really important to work with someone to help you get that. It's not that we need to kill like off all the parasites and you need to be on these crazy cleanses, but like that can be a, an issue because they can be holding on to heavy metals and they can be kind of hindering mineral and vitamin absorption and all these different things. So these are kind of I wanted this podcast to just kind of be like a highlight of all of the different things on why taking a holistic approach is really important. I see a lot of people out there say, oh, keep it simple. You know, this information's too overwhelming to people. Well, if this information's too overwhelming to people, then that's fine. They can stay stagnant and they can stay like in this like basic thing. I'm not trying to overwhelm people, but I am trying to tell you kind of like what's out there, right? And you're on this journey with me. I'm continuing to learn. And I serve a lot of people who I, I just want this information to be accessible. I think that people who say keep it simple are absolutely right. Like getting outside, get your movement in, eat healthy food, stop eating processed food, focus on high quality protein, focus on lots of healthy vegetables and seasonal fruits and things like that. Like that's very, very important, right? But I would be doing a disservice to the people that I work with in my, this community and this podcast, if I just didn't share all these underlying things like insulin resistance and chronic stress and stress, cortisol in many forms and mold and parasites and all of these different things, environmental toxins is a big one, right? Obesogens are huge because if you're exposed to these different environmental chemicals, it's cascading everything. And so that's kind of where I just wanted to, I wanted to bring this podcast to this just topic just because it was on my mind. These are reasons that I'm seeing kind of setbacks in people's healing journey, um, both kind of like on the commitment slash motivation slash working with someone's side and also kind of like the underlying kind of like hidden stealth things that I see. And so I just wanted to bring that to the forefront. So maybe something will stick out in your mind. Maybe you will just say, oh my God, yeah, that totally makes sense for me. And I will be diving into these topics deeper in the future because I, I, I will tell you firsthand, again, I've seen it in clinical practice. I've seen a lot of these different things. And so it's not to be overwhelming to people But it is important to address and so that's why i'm addressing it here if you obviously need anybody to work with i'm both i'm taking both in person and online remote consults so no matter where you are we can work together i've worked with people in the uk i've worked with people all over the country um out of the country doesn't matter and then obviously i would love to see you in my office if you are local to like the canadaigua area um, both I will link both my calendars in the show notes if you want to take a look. I have a bunch of different package options and things for people to work with virtually. And you know, I, I, I've been really blessed this past year to just work with some amazing people, work on some absolutely amazing healing cases, and really be a part of a lot of great healing journeys because I firmly believe that that's what I, what my calling is, what I was brought here to do. I was not meant to go to pharmacy school, I was not meant to do drug research, I was meant to. Do a totally 180 and really help people live a holistic, healthy lifestyle um, through really using food as medicine, using movement as medicine, and just really creating a total body hellness, or <laughs> health and wellness is what I meant to say. Total body health and wellness paradigm and that's exactly what I do that's what we do we are the alpha of our health and that is what I love to do so I'd love to help you on your journey as well and I hope this was podca- this podcast was helpful for you even if you're working with another practitioner I don't care I don't care if you work with me I want you to just work with somebody or get your information from a bunch of different great people and be able to to just really take your health into your own hands and, and be optimally healthy. Don't just be well. You want to just be, you want to be optimally healthy. We don't want to just like coast. We want to be optimal. Right? So thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this solo episode. I so appreciate you guys for being here. I will see you guys next week. Continue to be the alpha of your health.